Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, politics is just a slimy pool of nastiness that you really can't get away from. No matter how mildly you might touch it, you just have to scrub your hands. And kind of like a shell-shocked surgeon in a war zone, you, you scrub extra hard and make your hands raw because you can't really get it off of you. And that's how politics makes me feel. Because neither side is really that dependable. It is so bizarre when you hear people talking about their side with such conviction about what total bastards the other side is. And yet, completely oblivious to their own, the crimes of their own party. For the record, I don't cleave to either party. My personal belief is that the government should be a really good secretary... It asks you what you need, and then it finds out exactly how much it can help you, and then it gets the hell out of your way. It's not my mother, and it doesn't try to be. But, in different ways, both parties see themselves as that. Some are a little more honest about it, some are a little more bullshit about it. But in the end, politics is politics. It's like, who can you trust? Not a politician. You know, they kind of have that same reputation that lawyers have. But they don't have a term for it, like ambulance chaser or shark or whatever. You know, all the different names they have for lawyers. Politicians? Eh, just call them a politician. That's bad enough. And the process of it. I mean, it used to be when they started this country, they would, everybody would vote, and you would pay people to go vote. You would, like, give them, you know, five... Five cents. Back in those days, like the 1800s, that was a big deal. So you give somebody five cents, they go in, they vote, they come out, they take their jacket off, uh, they trim their whiskers up, they go back in and vote, they come out, you shave their, their beard off completely, and give them a different coat, they go back in and vote. You know, stuffing the ballot box. And yet it was almost a little more honest back then, because you knew they were doing it, and they didn't deny it. I mean, publicly, yeah, they did, but I mean, behind closed doors, everybody knew what was going on. And nowadays, everybody lies to themselves about it happening. But what are you going to do? We can't have nobody running the country. I'm kind of wondering if voting can be done with just kind of a... Get the whole country to turn out into the street for one day, and it's like, okay, what do you think of this guy? Show of hands. And we get a lot of cameras, and we get the entire country on camera for that one little period. Okay, yeah, that looks like like more than half of everybody. What about people against? Uh, They want the other guy. Okay, count those up. All right. You know, we've got computers. We should be able to pull this off. I'm thinking it should be done by fingerprint. Although I'm sure somebody would free... Do it by fingerprint or retinal scan. Because I've heard the retinal scan can't be faked. I've heard fingerprints can be can be faked. But that might just be stuff I've seen in the movies. I have no idea if it's possible. Just have everybody go in and that's who you are. You, When you register to vote, they take your scan. And then <laughs> if my voice went louder, I just I leaned into the microphone to press my eyeball up against it like it was going to be scanned. That's uh, how dumb I am. But that would be a cool way to vote. You go in, they scan your eye, you vote. 
And that way you know who's who. There's no lies. Everybody can vote. I mean, in India, what was it? 800 million voters. Every one of them has a voter identification card. Nobody claims it's racism. Nobody claims it. I think one of the biggest reasons there's one party that doesn't want that and they claim it's racist. Well, I think that would shut down any, any ballot stuffing. I'm not saying they're doing it. I'm assuming they're doing it. But I'm also assuming that that's happening on the other side, too, in a way that's not as obvious to me. And you'd be shocked what's not obvious to me. But this whole political discussion, especially with the election having just been over several months back, is what leads to today's episode, and now I just feel dirty, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Back during the election, the candidates for president had my home number, both sides. When the election hit its final days, you know, that was the time that they, you know, that annoying period of time where no matter what party you cleave to, they all kind of annoy you. And it starts off really innocently. The phone rings. Caller ID says blocked. Now I have a few friends that don't realize that it's really dumb and rude thing to have your phone set up so that I have that I have to answer if I want to know who it is. So that's the only reason I answer. Now the voice on the other end, it sounds like a voiceover for a kiddie porn film. It oozes and drips the kind of filth that you can't wash off. Candidate number one wants to kill your wife and ship your job out of the country. The memory of that phone call alone is just upsetting. And the next day, the phone rings again. And like an Alzheimer's patient, as if I've never set myself up for this before, I answer. And there he is again. I'll never forget the voice, but now he's switched sides. Candidate number two hates America, God, and handguns. You know, there's a scene from a movie called Ace Ventura Pet Detective that has a scene that parodies another film called The Crying Game that comes to mind. Now, this is uh, fourth-hand info, most likely wrong. Uh, The Crying Game, never really saw it. A hetero soldier in England finds out that he had sex with a woman who turns out to be a man. And he freaks out a bit and ends up burning his clothes in a trash can, then naked crouched in the shower crying. Now this is where those phone calls leave me, crouched in a mental shower somewhere in the back of my mind, crying and watching my clothes burn. Now trust me, the shit I keep locked back in the back of my head, that's un... that is unsafe. This is the new era of politics. Everyone, regardless of party, is slimy and dirty and accuses the other side of being worse. It's not simply disagreement. The other side has to be stupid, ignorant, and dangerous. There is no spirit of, well, the election's over, we're all in this together. And both sides do it without exception, but they claim that they're not. You know, I almost have a little respect, a little more respect for Charles Manson. And here's why. I realize the man's dead, and a lot of people say, oh, it's horrible to speak ill of the dead. Eh... With Manson, I think there's a different set of rules. But here's why Manson, at least, didn't pretend to be good. He was old-school, batshit crazy, evil on a stick, never apologized for it. 
there was a purity to his game. The reporter Geraldo Rivera interviewed Manson back in 1988, and it was a long, crazy ramble from beginning to end. If memory serves, Manson said he was running for president and always would be. At the time, I remember thinking, you know what, let him out. If anything, he might bring the parties together against a common foe. It would be interesting to watch and refreshing at least. I mean, you would see Democrats and Republicans hugging each other in the streets, tears in their eyes, as Manson got defeated. Now true, there's always the chance that he would be up to his old tricks, and since he's been in, he was in jail for so long, eh, they're probably new tricks because everything old is new again. Now please understand, I wouldn't want him to win, but I would want him to be somebody that is just such a horrible fucking person that everybody else quits complaining about the usual suspects. And if through some freak combination of voter fraud and voter, like the freak vote, re vote revolution, he actually won, well, somebody would have to put a bullet through his head during the inauguration. Like the final moments of a demented Julius Caesar. And hopefully, there will be some sort of a political come-to-Jesus moment where we will bring the parties back together. Then we can get some shit done. Maybe. Eh, time for some coffee. Hope you liked today's episode. I know I did. Listen to more episodes. Also, click on the player and go to the podcast page. You're going to see links for products that are currently helped to sponsor the podcast. You're going to see a link to the books, Caffeinated Humor, available on Amazon. Also, you're going to see Buy a, Me a Cup of Coffee, and that's a way to support the podcast, help me make it better. So let's partner up here. Help me out. Have yourself a great day. <music>